You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, Nick, rookie minicamp began for the Chiefs, and Nate Taylor of The Athletic reported that much of the camp was geared towards second-round pick Rashi, Rashi Rice. Brett Veach said he... Um, is hoping that Rice can eventually become a Juju Smith-Schuster replacement. Are we buying the early hype? Yes or no? Uh, I'm going to say no for now. I'm going <laughs> to say no. And listen, like, it's so weird because you go back and you look at Juju's numbers from last year and on the spectrum of, like, number one wide receivers, it's not a crazy amount of production to replace. But I'm trying to remove stats from the equation and i'm thinking about how they used juju this big physical receiver who just kind of did a lot of what travis kelsey does so well which is find the soft spots in the zone get turn around catch the ball move up field juju was top 20 maybe top 15 in the nfl last year i don't have the stats in front of me in yards after the catch Right, He wasn't beating teams over the top. He wasn't beating teams with speed. No big explosive plays downfield. Just kind of this big physical receiver across the middle, catching the ball, move upfield, move the chains. He had a very specific role. They weren't asking him to be Tyreek Hill or one of these prototypical superstar receivers that we see across the NFL. So from that perspective, could Rasheed Rice do some of that? Sure. And I think physically, he's a, he's a better athlete than Juju. He's not as big. Juju's big. Juju's like 215. Rishi Rice is, I think, 6'1", 205. So he's bigger, but he's really explosive. Had a 41-inch vertical. That was the best of any receiver that tested at the combine. But you go back and you have to look at what he did at SMU. And he was battling through an injury. So you take that into account as well. But he was a really inconsistent player. And as we saw last year with Sky Moore, not just a rookie receiver, but a rookie receiver coming from Western Michigan, from lower levels of competition, that's a big adjustment going from Western Michigan to Andy Reid's offense. (laughs) You know, it'd be like if you dropped me in Hong Kong and said, okay, you need to... Uh, learn the language. You need to learn how to drive. You need to get around. You need to do all these different things. Like it would be very difficult for me to do that. Right. That's, that's, that's the learning curve that, that any rookie has, let alone one that's coming from lower levels of competition. And that's the same for Rasheed Rice. He's not coming from, you know, Alabama or Ohio state where they're running offenses that are similar to what you'll be running in the NFL coming from SMU. I think it's going to be a big adjustment. And we've seen with Andy Reid in the past, he brings these young guys along slowly. 
I don't think Rasheed Rice is going to be an exception to that rule. So if he's advanced, I think that's great. But it's tough for me to imagine him having the type of impact that Juju had, who, albeit like the numbers don't jump off the screen at you, but he was really consistent and he had a really valuable role. I'm not sure Rice will be ready for that, at least in year one. The Juju Smith-Schuster comparison hurts a little bit, if I am being honest. Um, But yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think he's just going to go out there and suddenly be the star-wide receiver. Um, That'd be great if he is. I'm all for it if it happens. But like you said, Andy Reid kind of takes his time with these guys, gets them comfortable in the playbook and the system, um, and then lets them loose. But and I mean, one if, thing we and one thing we've seen too is that you know going to from two years ago to last year, Andy will change. He he will alter the offense based off his personnel. You know, some coaches have a scheme, and if the players change, the scheme stays the same. We're going to bring this new guy in. You're just going to fill this old role. They weren't running the same offense last year that they were running the year before. They changed it based off the personnel. And I think they're going to do that again this year. You're going to say, okay, who are our guys? All right, we know Travis does his thing. They want to get Kadarius Tony heavily involved. Yep. I think they bring Sky Moore along in year two. So maybe the offense this year is geared a little bit towards those guys' skill sets in a way that it wasn't last year. I don't think they just run it back with the same offense last year and say, okay, Juju's gone, insert Rasheed Rice. No, they're going to say, okay, who do we trust? Who is the most valuable? How do we access their strengths? So if that's throwing, you know, if that's Kadarius Tony being a three-level player and throwing to him all over the field, that's great. If that's Sky Moore, you know, being your go-to slot receiver across the middle and little short intermediate routes, that's great as well. But you gear the offense towards your players. You don't just plug players into the same offense. Andy's never done that, and I don't expect him to do it this year. And I think that's the right way to do it, and I think that's also why he's so successful, um, playing to each player's strength. Question for you, are you good with the wide receivers now? I'm nervous. (laughs) Well, it's like, okay, I'm nervous to the extent that you can be nervous with Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and Travis Kelsey. Correct. You know what I mean? But that's not to say that I think, like, I can say this with some with a level of confidence. This is probably, Kayla, it's probably the worst wide receiver room in the NFL. Really? But I don't know how much that, I don't know how much it matters because of everything I just you you still have Travis Kelsey who's gonna get you twelve to thirteen hundred yards. You still have Patrick Mahomes who's gonna throw for five thousand. And you're still an offense that's probably good enough to win 12 games in a bad year. So if this off, if this wide receiver room is so bad that they can't be held to the same standards that they were last year, you take a minor step back and you're the what the sixth best offense in the NFL. Like that's the floor for the Chiefs until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. But on paper, I think I'm justified in being a little bit nervous about the wide receiver room. I'm not nervous about the offense. I'm just nervous about those receivers because I don't know who to trust. Who is in that room that you can point to and say, okay, I know what he does. 
I know how he fits because we've seen it before. Really, the only guy is MVS, and even he was sort of inconsistent in in how they used him because he's kind of a one-trick pony. He's a guy who's going to run post routes, and he's going to run go routes, and they're going to chuck the ball up to him 30 yards downfield, and that's great, but you can't build an offense on that. That just has to be a piece of what you do. So they seem to be hyping up Tony, and I'm I'm hopeful. I'm cautiously optimistic. But the injury concerns are real, and we've just never really seen him used that way. But, I mean, they're excited about him. So at this point, I'm just going to judge them based off what they're telling me. And if they're telling me he's the guy, then I guess i got to enter this season believing that he's going to have a really big year for this team. Because somebody's going to have to. Somebody is going to have to step up. It can't just be Travis Kelsey and the Miracles. Like, one of those dudes is going to have to take a big step in 2023. Do you think – that we make any other moves at wide receiver over the summer, or is this it? Is this what we're? I think this with? is it. I think okay. this is it. I mean, unless you're holding out hope for a, a DeAndre Hopkins. I was like, gonna say I mean, D Hop's still out there. He is, but those uh, those those rumors have kind of quieted down for now. So, at the time being, I have no reason to believe they're going to add anybody else. That I mean, they have a full roster. It's just not the. It's just not the the splashy it's names the that splashy, I think we were splashy. For. Ones we've seen in the past, correct? Nope. Um, did you catch our our buddy Andy on a another podcast that shall remain unnamed? <laughs> I did. I did. I well, I saw some social media clips, but I didn't hear the whole thing. I actually didn't listen to all of it. I just also watched the social media clips. I'm very curious as to which play is catching Kelsey. Did you catch that part? There's a play no, that we have named after the show he was on on E, which I watched every episode of like seven years ago. I never watched the show. I was, oh, I loved E. And so then when he's on, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's our tight end. <laughs> that was before he was like Travis Kelsey. Yes. I mean, but it was like your, it was probably in his what? Second, third year. I mean, he was. Yeah, but he wasn't like superstar best tight end ever. Travis Kelsey. Correct. Yet. Um, but that show, you should find it online and go back and watch it. It's hilarious. I might have to, you know, it's a long off season. So maybe I'll make that a part of my off season <laughs> programming. <laughs> but Andy Reid was like teasing him about his show, Catching Kelsey. And then Travis said something like, well, it's come in handy for us. It's been a good play. And he's like, yes, it has. He's like the play, not the show. So we have a play apparently that's called Catching Kelsey. I wonder which one it is. Andy and his play names, man. This guy's the creativity. Best. The best in the biz. Okay, well, really quick, before we wrap this up, circling back to schedule release, do we want to give any predictions yet? Like, um, give me, give me, give me thirteen and four. Oh, I was gonna say fourteen and three. Still slightly more optimistic than you. They went 14-3 and three last year, and they were just red hot to close the season. And so then which which games are our losses, do we think? Um, also, I love that we just said that after saying how I, we don't I have hate, wide receivers. I hate it. Well, that's, that's the thing, though. That's their floor. We're talking about, you know, Super Bowl MVP – NFL MVP. It's just, what do you want me to say? Like, this is going right. to be the year it falls off. And it's people just... step up. People, 
I don't know. They just make everyone around them better. It's, yeah, exactly. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know which games they're going to lose. Maybe they'll, I don't think they're going to lose an AFC West game. Uh, maybe they oh, lose. So we're going to still go. Okay. Maybe they lose to the Jets in week four. That's on the road. Um, they're not going to lose to the Eagles after the bye. Andy's so good after the bye. True. I like that. That's... Here's the thing. They and always we have drop a game. They ample amount of time because it's Monday night. Sorry. They lost to the Colts last year. They always lose a game that they're not supposed to. So, Which game is that going to be? I don't know. Week one, Lions. Oh, no. Can you imagine? That's what I'm saying. Like They kind of make me nervous because, yeah, they're gritty, but... And they're they just I think they were getting confident towards the end of last season. But I'm so yeah. worried. They always close strong. So I, I don't know. I'm not ready to I'm not ready to go make game by game predictions, but I'm I'm good with 13 and 4. How are you feeling about Bill's Bengals? Well, you know uh, the Bengals always make me nervous. Yep. So, but those games are at home and Burrowhead's right. dead, so I'm not even going there. <laughs> Burrowhead is so dead. That is so... I don't know. When was the last time they won there? So two seasons ago. Okay. Nick, anything else you want to add? The offseason's here. Now we just sit around and wait for training camp. <laughs> but we're going to try to get some guests on. That's right. That's right. So stay tuned. Stay some tuned. Some very special guests here on It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. We are looking forward to it, and you should too. So the offseason will not be boring. We promise. That's right. Okay. He is Nick Schwer. I am Kayla Canaram. This is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. And we will talk to you all next week. Have a good one.